Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 7, you will hear stories from our 8th collection, Lost and Found. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. Alone in the Woods by Suzanne Cottrell Our June Saturday plans change with one phone call from our neighbor Robin. A toddler's missing. Can you help? My eyes widen and water. What's wrong? asked my husband. I raise my hand and swallow hard. No yard work. A toddler's missing. We've got to help. Our daughter asks, where? a wooded area near Toller Elementary. We remove our garden gloves and scramble to the car. When we arrive at the school, a cafeteria buzzes with weary volunteers. We receive our team assignment, sit on plastic seats too low for adult bodies, and wait. As officials review data and point on maps, we lean and listen to their low-pitched voices to glean bits of information. Last night after dinner, a mother fed their dogs. Her toddler and a dog wandered into the woods. With her husband, she combed the surrounding area for over an hour before contacting the Granville County Sheriff's Department. Officers searched all night, but found no leads. I bow my head, thankful for a warm summer night. I wring my hands while questions stream through my mind. Is he hurt? Where could he be? I clear my throat. How could she not notice her son was missing? My nails dig into my palms as I recall when our four-year-old daughter Sarah played hide-and-seek in a circular clothes rack. My pulse raced while I shouted her name, darted among racks and pushed clothes aside. This can't be happening. Face flushed, my muscles quivered at the thought of a stranger kidnapping her. Where can she be? Agonizing minutes later, she popped from behind the blouses. She smiled as I hugged her. Stay where mommy can see you, I admonished. I sigh now, berating myself for accusing a mother of negligence. A haggard team of volunteers with downcast eyes, wearing sweat-stained t-shirts, shuffles into the cafeteria. They receive water bottles while their leader shares the grim report. No sighting. With sagging shoulders and aching backs, we wait and recheck the wall clock. With an uncertain tone, Sarah asks, when do we get to look? Soon, I hope, says my husband. My gaze ping-pongs between the officials and the clock, which reads five o'clock, twenty-three hours since Connor and his dog disappeared. My husband says, let's go home, get dinner, and come back. We nod. As we approach the command table, our team's number is called. Finally, after receiving instructions, we cross U.S. Highway 96, fan out, and form a horizontal line. My brow wrinkles and my eyes dart between Bob and Sarah while we plod through the unfamiliar woods. The thick undergrowth of Virginia creeper and Carolina horse nettle grabs our ankles. Ouch! Burrs stick to our pants. 
Hey, watch out, poison ivy, I say while I swat a spider web. We yell for Connor, hoping he'll scream and reveal his location. We swipe at the brush and scour the ground, gritting my teeth. Where could he be? Before traversing a muddy creek bed, I grab my sides and sigh, not prepared for what we could find. We plod through rows of reseeded pines like soldiers readied for deployment. I wipe sweat from my forehead. As twilight limits our visibility, I squint and urge our daughter to stay close. Mom, are we going the right way? I hope so. My husband assures us we'll reach Goshen Road if we walk straight toward the columns of trees. When we break through to the road, people on ATVs ask, Any sign of Connor? We shake our heads. They wave us to climb on board and they transport us to the school. After two hours of trudging through the woods, we drag our sweating, weary bodies into the cafeteria and chug bottles of water. Our leader's voice cracks as he files the report. No sign. At nightfall, the search continues with ATVs. We return home. Why couldn't we find him? At a loss for words, we slump on the couch and stare at the television. Twenty-six hours have passed. The odds of finding the toddler diminish. When the phone rings at 8.30 p.m., we cringe, expecting the worst. Thank you. Wonderful news. My body tingles with warmth. I thrust a fist into the air while the pitch of my voice heightens. They found him. They found him. Where? asked my husband. I gasp at the thought, a mile from his house, sitting on a stump. Our daughter tugs my arm. Is he okay? A few scrapes, thirsty. We grin, hug, and mumble a thank you and love you. Later, a TV interviewer reports a man on horseback heard a dog bark and discovered Connor and his dog. We were grateful neither was lost and alone, but with each other. Just as was our family and our caring community, in this time of need. Copyright 2023, Suzanne Cottrell. Suzanne Cottrell, a member of Taste Life Twice Writers and North Carolina Writers Network, lives with her husband in Granville County, North Carolina. An outdoor enthusiast and retired teacher, she enjoys reading, writing, knitting, hiking, and Pilates. Her prose has appeared in numerous journals and anthologies, including the Personal Story Publishing Project, Inwood, Indiana Press, Quill Keepers Press, and Parks and Points. She's the author of three poetry chapbooks, Gifts of the Seasons Autumn and Winter, Gifts of the Seasons Spring and Summer, and Scarred Resilience, and a hybrid book, Nature Calls Outside My Window, a collection of poems and stories, Kelsey Books. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of 6-Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the eight anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next personal story publishing project. 
And remember, everybody loves a good story.